Hey there, my name is Linda Monaghan and it is my mission to help you grow your business, improve your life and find your calm, whatever that may be. Welcome to the Corporate to Calm podcast, where you learn from their experience. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate to Calm. This is a special episode in the Corporate Cam series. It's a bonus episode um, and I'll be doing a few of these over the next year or so. It is the series called Sobriety Stories. So some of you may know that I decided to give up alcohol and go the sober road about 18 months ago or so and I haven't been very vocal about it I haven't really spoken about my journey but I'm starting to get curious about other people's journeys hence why I am interviewing a few people about their own journeys to sobriety please take a listen to my first one with Linda Emmett from Your Gift to You. Linda decided to give up alcohol about four years ago now and her story is absolutely brilliant, amazing. I hope you get loads out of it. I'll pop her details in the show notes and I'll pop her details of her podcast too. Enjoy the show. Just before we get into today's episode, if you struggle with your habits, if you struggle to create habits, to maintain habits, the, the Corporate Cam 5 Habit Challenge is for you. Check it out in the notes across my social media platforms and shall to sign up to our Friday 5 newsletter. Tips and tricks every week to keep you focused both personally and professionally. Now enjoy the episode. Good. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, I was just wrapping it on there, kind of doing a little introduction. So, um, everybody, we've got two Lindas on the line this morning. So, uh, Linda, 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 if anybody has ever seen um, those clips. Great. <laughs> For, I've introduced myself. I'm Linda Monaghan. Um, I own Corporate Cam, and these are surprising stories. And I'm just saying to everybody that I'm 17 months sober and still kind of navigating my way through it. And I've just been joined by the lovely Linda Emmett from Your Gift to You. Go for it, Linda. You please introduce yourself and tell us all about you. Before we get into the, before we get into the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, cool stuff. Uh, my name, as Linda says, Linda Emmett. My business is Your Gift to You. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and a neuroscience coach. Um, I actually combine a number of modalities and I work with stress, anxiety and addictions. Um, the reason I work with those particular things, stress, anxiety and addictions is one, because I believe that they're all interconnected. Anxiety and stress leads to us becoming addicted to things because we try and numb out the anxiety and stress and or the addiction drives anxiety and stress. It's a vicious circle, a hamster wheel that we're on. So I really am passionate about those particular um modalities are those particular things because I struggled for for years uh myself with my own mental health issues my own struggles with addiction anxiety stress um so I would have began my own healing journey about god about 13 14 years ago now oh that long yeah That's amazing. yeah yeah um I would have been in the depth of it with anxiety at the time I actually thought I was going to have to give up work and it was so bad um looking back i can tell you now it was grief that brought on a lot of it and a lot of stuff i've been stuffing down for decades yeah. not even months decades and the last couple of griefs where I, ju I just couldn't stuff it down anymore my system had yeah. no more space so it came out in anxiety 
Um, but prior to that, I struggled with eating disorders, self how you name it. And for me, it all comes back to trauma and, and low self-worth. And I think it's the same from, for most of us. We never learn how to manage that pain or those emotions or what to do with it. So we learn to stuff it down, run away from it or escape from it. And that's where then we see our our addictive behaviours are and our anxiety and our stress like do you know what I mean so that's and, a tiny bit about but, me <laughs> and and I mean we've had so many discussions Linda Linda has talked about a certain but Linda you, you want to help everybody essentially like that's oh, the thing it's the like yeah, and it's it, that's that you know it's and it's so hard to to kind of do that so I mean if you are suffering with anxiety with stress with any mental health like look at Linda's page it's absolutely brilliant and contact her website side as well we'll put all the the um details down there the the biggest thing is you, you say that you're 13 14 years on this journey but actually you only kind of negotiated your relationship with alcohol the past four or five years oh, really yeah. wasn't it and isn't that amazing that you're on this healing journey and you don't kind of go okay maybe that's something to do with not it at well. all it was my dad like that was my friend in the fridge that helped me cope with the anxiety i love, I love that my friend time. in the fridge yeah <laughs> Um, because I go to that quicker than I go to my friends. I, I was buried in shame, so I didn't really want to talk about, like, to the outside world, I looked, you know, super successful, a high achiever. I was out there. I, my life um, looked great. And a lot of aspects, like 100%, there was happiness and beautiful daughter, different things like that. It was the internal world I was massively struggling with. Um, mm. And the alcohol was absolutely for me at the time a lovely escape from that a, a, a place i could go where i could daydream numb out escape um all of those things and so when i really struggled with the anxiety i actually drank more because i yeah. one of the things i massively struggled with was sleep so i thought alcohol would, would help me sleep um so i drink to try and sleep through the anxiety it, it, again it was a, it was a huge cycle so it was only about yes four and a half years ago christmas four and a half years ago i i decided um at first i said i wanted to give it up for a hundred days i okay. knew at this point my relationship with alcohol wasn't as bad um as in it you know i i was opening up a huge amount more i was on my own learning journey but there was always like 99 percent of the time I'd, I'd have a few drinks, I'd be grand. But it was that, still there was that one hitting that effort button every so often that I just like that. Get, it was my, my space and place where I'd, I'd get out of control, where I'd be destructive. Um, I'd drink way beyond what I knew I should, would, could. And then I'd beat myself up with a stick afterwards. Do you know what I mean? So I knew my relationship where it was still quite toxic um it was something i was always in a battle with i was always going you know oh i'll have one or two and then when i had four i'd be i'd be battering myself and then when i first actually gave up drinking um for the uh i felt i've said this to you i felt like such a failure yeah. like people think you know you're enlightened and you know your whole world changes straight away uh, uh, um no i was i really believed i failed as a normal drinker that I couldn't be a normal drinker like everybody else, I failed. And when I look back on that now, because especially in the 
Irish culture. That's what we're rare to believe. I mean, like, you'd see people, you know, regularly fall home from the pub and, you know, he likes his drink. And you're going, he's pouring down his cornflakes. I think he more than likes his drink. Yeah, like, but yeah. Alcoholism was very much steeped in our culture and accepted. And everybody's version of a normal drinker is different, depending on how you grew up. To you know, to to me, like, and to most of us, all we seen growing up was 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 binge drinking, be it in our surroundings or in the pubs. The Irish aren't so much, or weren't anyway, the one or two drinkers. We were mm -hmm. very much binge or session drinkers. So for I know for me and a lot of my friends growing up, that's that's how you learn to drink. You know, mm -hmm. you you kind of binged. So when I failed, uh drinking normally yeah I, I as i say i felt like an epic failure it wasn't um it was something at the start i said i'd do for 100 days i'd give up and then rebuild my relationship with it so i could have a good relationship with it but now and you know what's I'm so funny um as well is that you were like um that you failed as um, a drinker, yeah. and I, I just think that's really, I, I, not that it's, it's funny. It's just that it's, it's so common it because um, I actually, I actually spoke to a friend of mine um, about last year, and her mom is a, an alcoholic, and she, she was in treatment, and she is off drink years, like she is, um, probably twenty five years sober, and um, she would still say to her daughter that um why can't i just have one or two or three and still look at her relationship and feel like you know why can't that person this woman's kind of in her 60s 70s now and um, why can that person do that and why can't i do that do you know and it's mm -hmm. like and and for me it's like you weren't it, it got to the stage where i think so many people people are doing this journey now and it's like I'm, yeah. I'm not an I'm not an alcoholic though but I'm like am I like that's the thing like I'm I, I it's really yeah you have to question all of these and get triggered by all of these things it's like am I because when you're making sure that there's a third bottle of wine in the fridge what to open um, do you know what I mean? Like that's, 100%. You know, Definitely an issue. You know, and it's kind of like there's so many people that are like, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem. I can stop anytime I want to. And it's not really about stopping. It's about addressing the relationship and looking at why you're doing it. And yeah, it's um, not what you drink, it's yeah, why. Yeah. It's why and what I know for me 100%. Two things. One, giving up was the greatest act of self-love i ever did for myself it that's really really, really was that's no really but beautiful. really honest to god it was the greatest act of self-love but the reason for me now down the road that i know i still wouldn't drink is because i know i still haven't worked on some of the elements that are behind that yeah i still i wouldn't sit and have a drink with you linda tomorrow because i wanted to be social i wanted to socially drink i needed it i would only have a drink or want a drink for the hit for that buzz through your veins that hit and i still know to this day that's that's what i chase 
that's what I'd want. That hit, that buzz, that woo, <coughs> that feeling and that escapism. And therefore, I haven't fully worked on or in the background what it is that drives it in the first place. So I know if I was drinking, I'd be chasing a, a hit. And that's not real. It's and, not real. And do you think there's ever a scenario where it's not just you, where other people can kind of go you know okay maybe i can readdress and have a look and and take one Absolutely. drink or whatever would you really Absolutely. Yeah. yeah 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 i think like everything i think i mean like i the likes of food um anything like that we ha we need to rebuild our relationships with it it's like for me i needed to rebuild my relationship with myself i would go into destruct mode in so many different spaces in my life and i treat myself horribly badly in so many different ways. Um, I had to rebuild my relationship with myself. And I think it's the same for the things we have in our life that we sometimes abuse, alcohol, food, um, all of these different, it's rebuilding the relationship. So I absolutely think that's possible. Do I think if I went out and had a drink now, I would sit there and, and get drunk or keep drinking? Possibly not, but the fear is still there. Yeah. And the main reason, like, well, one of the reasons now, one, I'm much happier without it, but two, every time I think of drinking, I think of the version of me I was and the pain I was in. So the drink yeah. only triggers painful memories. No, I had many times, I, I, in, in the younger years, I'd laughed with friends, I went away, different things like that. I, um, I did have, I suppose, some good memories with, with alcohol, but overall, um, they just remind me of all the, all the things I did to myself, all the horrible ways I felt, the low self-worth, all of that. So every time I think of drinking, I'm just reminded of that rather than um, the good things. So for me, it's just, I just, I don't want them feelings as part of my life anymore. I don't... Um, but I don't have it. So for anybody, for yeah. Right. But for anybody kind of listening or or um watching, what would you say from your professional? So you've done this journey from yourself, but you've also looked at it from a professional perspective as well, mm. and from you know somebody that you know maybe doesn't have a reliance on it, but is kind of assessing because that's what I get all of the time i don't know about you out in social scenarios i get the what the oh, fuck is wrong with you kind of oh, thing you know yeah. Are but, you but i do i do get the questions <laughs> yeah. of how yeah. have you done that i'm really thinking about my own relationship with alcohol and you know not necessarily that going for that second or third bottle in the fridge but just you know having a couple of weeks and we can kind of go why am i doing this mm -hmm. you know what what tools or techniques would you suggest for somebody who maybe has one bottle of wine a week or two or three beers a week and they're like why can't i you know i i just want to kind of stop this now and reduce decisions because for me i think that giving up alcohol reduces so many decisions in your life oh, like you know you're you're the one driving you're the one that can get up at you know seven next morning eight next morning for a class and to, to you know meet somebody you're the one that doesn't have to decide how much they're actually drinking you know that way but what what would you yeah. say for somebody you know a, a tool or technique that would work and kind of you know maybe is it i did 50 days initially you did 100 is it a time limit or 
for me if, if i what i certainly do with with clients well if i'm doing one-to-one -one or groups and things like that the first thing you do is look at as i say it's not it's not what you're drinking it's the why what's behind it what do you think the gain is is it reward is it boredom is it um is it you know your escape is it loneliness is it it's what what it's for do you know what i mean yeah. what you think it's for what need is it you're filling and when you find what need it is that you're filling, you know what you're lacking, you know what. And there's so many other real ways of filling that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But on, on a practical level, yeah. If you want to have a look at your relationship with, with anything, it is, it is stepping back. It is stepping back and looking at it. The, the challenges work extremely well, either giving it up for, for a week, two weeks. It gives you clarity. Because if you're left, for example, say, Say you're, um, you're, you give it up for, for a week, say. Do you know what I mean? Um, and come Friday night when you'd normally drink, you're sitting on the same sofa, but without the drink. You're allowing yourself the, the time and space to feel what it is yeah. that's actually driving you to get the drink. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's driving you to the fridge or driving you to the shop. As I say, for me, it was a friend. I was, I, I was lonely. Um, because I'd one, I'd a crap relationship with myself. Yeah. So I had a relentless Georgian inner critic going on. And for me, the alcohol had drowned some of that in. Do you yeah. know what I mean? A nicer person had arrived in my head for a while. <laughs> Put a few beer goggles on going, you're, you're gorgeous. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, so that was some of what it was. It was escape, but it was escape from, from my own internal world. Yeah. So certainly cutting it out, even for a bit of time, even for one to two nights that you'd normally drink to see what the why is behind yeah. it. When you find the why, you find the gap, the void that we're trying to fill sometimes. And it's then filling that with real needs. Is it loneliness? Is it, you know, uh, is it boredom? Is it habit? Um, for a lot of times, like it, it's, it's our comfort zone. People yeah. who drink who, you know, wouldn't necessarily have a problem. It's comfort. Yeah. It's putting on your people. It's throwing a blanket around you, knocking on, um, I was going to say Game of Thrones, that's a bit old, but knocking on something on the, the telly and then opening the glass of, of, of wine or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? For some people it is, and you work a lot with habits, it's just a habit and subconsciously, if you're in the same environment every Friday, the same cues, the same habits are triggered. If you want to change anything, one of the things I learned is change the environment you're in. Don't torture yourself by sitting there on a Friday night on the same sofa uh, with the same blanket wanting to break uh, a habit of, of binge yeah. drinking because yeah. you're surrounded by all the cues and all the reasons that you're drinking in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's, that makes, um, so much sense i think um like we talked about i mean the the benefits and you know you do have to i think for me it, it's literally like it's not like that anymore but it's more like that yeah so you're not up here, you're not up here you know that way because you, no. you, you have to face what you were maybe running away from or you have to kind of 100%. yeah you know yeah. and it's but it's it's nice not to be down there, if that makes sense as well. So you just you, you you're not. I wouldn't even say you're in the middle because that's probably giving it a little bit over egging it a little bit. You're probably dead, you know that way. But it's 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 very um, it's very non-eventful. 
if that makes sense. It's very, it's just, you have to seek other, you have to seek other ways to kind of socialize. And um, it's, it's kind of, the, the, we're, we're talking about tools and techniques, but actually some of the drawbacks and some, one of the biggest drawbacks and th- that I never really thought about when I was, was doing it was other people. It's like, <laughs> and, and it's, it's like, you know, you have to learn to, you know, we, you know, as, as doing what we do and everything like that, it, a whole huge part of it is like letting go of what other people think of you, of being that people pleaser of, you know, it's, it's, it's so important to, to move away from that. And, and this whole journey helps, but other people's reaction, because they don't realize that you, you're the center stage of your story and your play and your life and you're doing this for you but all they see is that well now I've got a big shiny mirror and <laughs> I'm putting yeah. a big shiny mirror on, on your behavior which that had nothing and we talked about this that had your you don't factor in do my it. journey do you know yeah. that way you, 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 you I, I my not drinking alcohol has absolutely nothing to do with you and I don't give a shit what you drink, but other people. Oh my God, I, I, oh, I'd love to hear if you have any. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think it's a, a space we massively judge ourselves in. Like, as we've said, you know, I gave up smoking. People said, geez, fair play to you. That's amazing. I gave up vaping there a few weeks ago. Okay, uh, well, people are saying, that's amazing. amazing well, well done. done. When I gave up drinking, people went, oh, why? Uh, were you very bad? Yeah, tell us. You know, you got a lot of that or, um, you know, are you on antibiotics? Are you pregnant? Uh, were you, you know, serious problems? You know, were you pardoned on your cornflakes, as I said? It's because we, because people judge themselves a huge amount um, around alcohol because we all kind of want to be a normal drinker. But to everyone, a normal drinker is different. Like I might say to, say to someone, like when I drank, you know, oh, I had a few at home say a few gins at home and some of my go i'd never drink at home no i'd only drink when i go out and you're then judging in your head oh what does that make me oh i'm because there's no normal drinker so everybody's judging themselves by different bars so it really is a a judgy space and i found when when i went out people would ask me in the in the first i suppose year or four six months even maybe people would ask me a lot, a lot of questions around fine people are curious yeah. they want to know more but it was because i was still judging myself that was the bigger problem because i hadn't got over the failed as a normal drinker yeah. uh, i felt like a failure so i didn't like the questions i didn't want the questions yeah. because i was for a long time buried in shame um and the fact that i drank as much because i looked so such a high achiever so successful to the outside world i was very if people knew what was really going on so i was buried in shame do you know what i mean um and i felt completely out of control with alcohol because i'd say to myself right i'm gonna have two guaranteed i'd have double that i'd have four i'd have five as i say i'd get up i'd be beating myself up because my my reason for drinking was was effect and that's why i drank and i think for for like a number of people that drink we're drinking to get a feeling we're chasing a feeling with it do you know what i mean and by the time our system by the time we start feeling that feeling by the time we feel we say to ourselves i'm tipsy 
effectively our body is already drunk. Our yeah. brain just hasn't caught up with it yet. Do you know and what I mean? And I love the way you talk about that, about chasing oh. the feeling, because oh, yeah. for me, for, for me, it's the negotiation in my head like because I've been I've been to like I haven't been to weddings in years and in the last year I've been to three weddings that obviously I haven't drank at and it's this whole and Irish weddings as well and it's this whole kind of oh going in and you know I didn't know somebody in one of them and everything like that and it's like oh my god what am I doing but it's actually having a conversation with yourself beforehand and being so kind and going do you know what you're actually, as you said, you're only missing that three to four drink mm. where you spike, you get that feeling and it's like, woohoo. And then your brain hasn't caught up with your body, as you say. So you yeah. think you're grand and you keep going and everything like that. And like all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is exit. And that's what the conversation I have with me, the conversation for, with me is like, it's going to be good for the first two hours. And then at 12 o'clock, when you're dancing sober on the dance floor, you'll realize why yeah. you didn't drink today. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's the difference. And, and it's not judgment to anybody around, but at 12 o'clock, I am able to, you know, go, I probably got the nod from your man before already to leave anyway, because he'd be like, you know, <laughs> not the social butterfly <laughs> I am. But I, I'd have the car keys and I'm like, let's go. Yeah. So, you know, if it's a local wedding, we haven't had to pay for a hotel. We haven't were able to go to our, our own bed and yeah. I can drive home. And it's like, that's when it kind of goes, okay, that's when it makes sense mm. as well, you know? A hundred percent. And like, it's it, it, like in so many ways on an emotional level, like as I say, where, you know, I was chasing a, a feeling where and I had to go back and look at what some of those feelings I, I was chasing were, what I was trying to get from drinking and a huge like when i gave up and you we've said this linda you expect you know this this oracle to appear and you know life has changed you lose weight you look fab you're rocking around zen as f but <laughs> no um you're actually left with the reasons that you drank <laughs> and the emotions that came with it and you have to walk through that so a huge part yeah. of what it has done for me is I've had to go in, look at and open up to my own internal world and what was going on there, why I was drinking, what the habits and patterns were, what the emotions were, what the shame around drink and all of the shame. I had all of those things. Was it, um, you know, all sunshine and lollipops? Absolutely not. Um, but I've learned so much about me I've learned now, I go into, and we go to events, Linda, I'll go into an event now, I rock solid 100% can go, I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely don't. I used to, before I went out anywhere, I'd have two or three before I went out, Dutch courage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was never even shown up as, as, as me, me. I'd shown up as tipsy me. Yeah. Uh, now I 100% show up as, as, as myself. I, I'm confident when I go into a room as myself. I trust myself. I yeah. trust that I'm not going to, there is no destruct button that I'm going to hit. Um, and it's built a lot for me. I care about myself a lot more yeah. now. I, do you know what I mean? Those yeah. things, I make different choices. Was it miraculous? Absolutely not. Did I have to do the internal work? 
100%. Were there times I was going, you know, God, I wonder if I had one, um, what, it, what it'd be like. But I know, like, even to this day, I hear of people going, would you not have one or two, or I only ever have one or two. Still in my head, my head goes, uh, um, what's the point? Yeah. That, uh, that's still my thing. That's how and I that's, think. And, that's and, and I mean, that's a huge red light yeah. or a red flag, isn't it? It's like, yeah. uh, what's the point of one? It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I still don't see the point. So I just, I for me, I'd rather not. Yeah. Because I know still to this day, I'm not a one or two. I don't see the sense in it. I don't get it. Why and, bother? So, you know. And from your, from your um, professional stance as well, like, and I, I have done this and I'm, I'm, you know, and still working through it as well. And it's, have you seen where, uh, okay, I know I have seen it because I've done it where I've transferred probably that um, want for alcohol definitely into sugar and sweet things yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then I see other people who have transferred it into fitness. Yeah. And I I, I, I got into running massively yeah. Uh, yeah. when I gave up alcohol, to be honest. Like, and I used to, like, the first mile I ran was pure rage. Yeah. Um, I didn't know I had that level of anger inside yeah. me, but these were some of the emotions that I had to, um, that I'd been pushing down, suppressing, yeah. running away from, all of those things. And they started naturally coming up. But I had the opportunity to, to release them, to let them go. Yeah. A lot of, like even a lot of, I work with quite a bit of addiction. Um, and addiction, you know, is, it's a split self. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it, it stems, as we say, from trauma and low self-worth. But a lot of the feeling that we're, we're chasing, uh, with it, and it, the addicts are chasing, is it a feeling of calm, a feeling of peace, a feeling that they never get. Yeah in your own internal world because you're in you've the relentless inner critic you're in conflict you you know you don't like yourself there's never that feeling of peace and calm and that's what a lot of that's what for me a lot of when we're when we're caught in addiction a lot of what we're chasing we're chasing particular particular feelings we're chasing the more positive feelings do you know what i mean yeah. but when i yeah when i when i first started out when I when I gave up it certainly wasn't the positive feelings that arrived first it was the more negative ones the, as I say the level of rage when I was out running um but I did it was a great outlet for me it was a great it was like a new space that I actually got to let out some of some of my emotions I got to be angry I got to cry I got to roar I got to pant I got to breathe all of those things and um since then I I you know I've just expanded into into far more um I do a fair amount of meditation now as you know I'm a hypnotherapist so I'd, I'd use that even on myself quite a bit but it's it's given me the time and the space to open my mind to it a lot of more positive ways of managing your emotions dealing with your trauma releasing all your feelings and just standing in your own power yeah. being who you were born to be and not who you think the world should see or yeah. who you think you should be or any of that and and that's it there's a lot of unmasking as well oh, there's a lot yeah. of yeah you know there's a lot of um so kind of like i suppose f for me what worked was putting a bit of a time frame on it and actually i think i put a time frame on it for some other people because they thought i was doing you know maybe a challenge or a 50 day thing and they were a little bit 
more okay with me giving up alcohol because I, I got told that I was going to ruin a weekend away because yeah. I wasn't drinking when I yeah. first gave up and I was like oh my god imagine because I didn't go through it through I didn't do a program or I didn't do treatment or anything like that I just I, I did it my, myself and it's probably you know that's yeah. not a good thing either because that's the whole I can save myself as well and you know that's not not that you know asking for help um but it's it's really that um I did that for other people which is so which is so silly as well you know what I mean it's so you silly that you didn't lose people yeah. though I did yeah. the same like I yeah. started off with a with, uh, hundred days and I was so afraid like my yeah. environment my social environment and friendships and stuff were so steeped in in pub culture and going out and all yeah. of that stuff i was terrified that i'd lose friends yeah. family i wouldn't see them as much they drift away because i wasn't drinking and it's, that's reality it's like i have there are a few people that have drifted out in my yeah. life there's more that have thank god come in and stuff like yes. that so yeah, yeah it's a, and it's reality it is irrational enough fear yeah. that we lose people do you know what i mean or we won't connect to them as much or we won't be able to bond over a gin or whatever it is all of those fears yeah. come up like and that's um that's pretty that's normal and natural like do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but people yeah. don't love a particular version of you to drink you or the drunk you or they because we tell ourselves that's when we're fun or i'm real fun when i have a few drinks or i'm great crack when i have a few drinks or do you know what i mean i let loose or i dance or i sing when i have a few drinks but all that's in you anyway do you know Absolutely. what i mean absolutely all of that yeah is all in there yeah. anyway and if though if people are walking away from you because you're not uh getting bojangled down in the local with them anymore or wherever you know well then they're not your peeps they were using you for a reason yeah. not because of who you are and that means to them you could be anybody do you know what i mean yeah absolutely and what would you, what would you say to somebody that is kind of in that gray area now and kind of do will I won't I what 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 encouragement could you give to them without without judgment I suppose yeah encouragement there's no judgment Jesus yeah. who are any of us to judge exactly. do you know what I mean we're all trying to we've we've all sets of coping mechanisms and protective mechanisms beliefs and behaviors and we're just trying to manage ourselves in a world with them and try and do you know what I mean you know live live to the best version of ourselves if you're thinking that that giving up or taking a break from alcohol is is something you want to do connecting with yourself or linda first of all 100 percent you're more than welcome um we're starting well i'm certainly starting up a few events that 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 involves there'll yeah. be more on that to come and uh, build some structure for yourself and go by your own rules build some habits if you're given anything up including alcohol when we give something up we naturally look for something to fill that space to yeah. fill that file that alcohol was doing something to us it was serving a purpose rightly or wrongly so have something else to do within that time or space where you used to drink try not to be in the same environment yeah. on the same evening at the same time try and have something else built in set yourself some structure around it and build on your successes build say to yourself every every day or every week that that you make it have another reward look for more positive rewards yeah um and get out connect be around people you'd be surprised when when i first did this and got out and got chatting about it when i got over at me me on chain spiral 
um, you learn how many people are struggling. It's it's yeah. it's very very natural and normal, yeah. and it's only through talking about it and going, yeah, I was there, or that was me, or yeah, you know, um, I struggled with whatever anxiety, alcohol, any of these things. When you're talking openly, you actually connect and bond with more people because they go really. And, I was there. I felt and that. And so many people have done it as well. Like yeah. That's the thing. There's so many people within our, even our own kind of circles that have made this journey yeah. and are, it's, it's been the best thing for them and for their life and for, for their professional life as yeah. well. Like that's, that's the other side of the yeah. coin as well, you know. Like I used oh. to be like, just times when I look back now and just, I just feel more sorry for and a lot of compassion for that 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 version yeah. of me like do you know what i mean that i'd wake up some mornings like it terrifies me now i must yeah. have been more ballsy then that like i i wake up sometimes do you know the next day and i might have cuts i might have fallen i might do you know what i mean um i'd probably be trying to you know um uh, if my daughter wasn't staying in her dad's i'd be might be trying to hide her but feeling so ashamed so low when i look back at that version of me all all i feel is is a huge amount of sympathy and compassion now i i don't feel angry i was doing the best i could to survive in the best way i knew how and that's true of anybody who's struggling with alcohol yeah. they're doing the best they can to survive there is yeah. absolutely no shame in that absolutely no exactly. do you know what you I mean yeah. and it's holding on to and remembering that and you know, nobody has the right to, to, to judge any of us. People that are judging you are, tend to be the ones that are judging themselves the hardest. Do you well, know what I mean? That's, and they're that's just, all that is. Yeah. It's the inner. It's 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 a hundred percent that you you know the light is being shone and and oh, you know yeah. that's not that's not your you. intention by this journey. You know, it's this journey is for for you and you alone. Like you know that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And yeah. the supports are there, the people are there. If you want any, I might do it over the next couple. I've read, like you, Linda, I've read loads of books. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? I, I work with it quite a bit if there's any uh, tools, tips, but it's change the environment that you're in, build new habits in. If you're creating a vibe by removing one thing, put something else in, something more positive, something you want to do, don't beat yourself up. Um, it may not be perfect from the get-go we're human we make mistakes we we say to ourselves oh what if i just had one um there's all of that don't spiral because of it say okay learn from that won't make that mistake again i'll try a different way or i'll get back up and i'll i'll, I'll try again That's do you know it. what i mean and set, our, we all set our own terms for life set your own terms for for giving up alcohol or for reducing or moderating whatever it is that you want to do and be open about it own it yeah. it's a brave brave choice it's an empowering choice so own it yeah and don't feel it. like me and for the first year and now failed failed drinker <laughs> but that's, that's it i love that own it because it's a, it, as we've said it's a choice for you it's only going to improve your your life it you know and that's that's not coming from a sanctimonious place or a coming from a place it's it's coming from a place where it, it's reality yeah. like it's reality to have that clear mind every single morning it's it's a gift and i mean it, that's you know it is it is your gift to you and that's yeah. exactly what 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 you're all yeah. about like to you know that way so yeah. 
I am going to wrap it up yeah. and say thank you so the much, time. Linda. I really appreciate no, it. Really appreciate that it. Um, Lovely. And it was it was so, so enlightening. And just to remember that you're doing this for you. You're not doing it for anybody else. And just yeah. let others' judgment go and let your judgment go. Yeah. Do it without shame, without guilt, without anything. Just, you know, love yourself. Do it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a million. No props at all. Okay, chat to you soon. Bye. Toodles, bye, guys. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Cam podcast. Please subscribe, leave a nice review. It really does make a difference. Or simply come back and listen to us next time. My name is Linda Monaghan, inspiring you to take that leap from corporate to cam.